I'm coming to your cities. I recently did an event in New York. It was awesome. I loved bringing real couples up on stage. We had no idea what was going to happen. The crowd loved it. I was sharing real numbers. It was a blast. And I want to do it again. I'm looking to coach couples on stage at my next two live events, one in Philly on June 1st, one in Boston on June 4th. If you and your partner want help connecting over money, you want to solve a big financial challenge you have, please apply at iwt.com slash live coaching. If you and your partner struggle to come up with a shared vision of your rich life, if you have different priorities about spending and saving, if you just can't get on the same page financially, I would love to coach you live on stage in your city. It is free of charge. You can apply at iwt.com slash live coaching. I'll see you in Boston and Philly. Recently, I had an event in New York City. I had hundreds of people come and I brought actual real couples up on stage and did a mini podcast right there in front of everyone. It was awesome. And I'm very pleased to announce that I'm doing two more events. I want to let you know about it before anyone else knows. June 1st, I'm going to be in Philadelphia. June 4th in Boston. If you want tickets, you can get them at iwt.com slash philly and iwt.com slash boston. Between now and May 3rd, you can use the pre-sale code RICHLIFE to get tickets. Again, June 1st, I'll see you in Philly and June 4th in Boston, iwt.com slash philly and iwt.com slash boston. What surprised you about the experience? That y'all actually was all in our business. Telling you guys out there in America who's listening to this man's podcast, it was to the point where, like, me and Monique wanted to throw hands. <laughs> like, it was crazy, <laughs> you know, like, crazy. What do you mean they need all of my account information? Well, they're going to get what I give them because that's not none of their business. <laughs> oh, gosh, I was so difficult behind the scenes. I ignored everybody. I didn't like you. I didn't like production. I told them if I didn't have to. No, I think I blocked production at one point. I wasn't ready to give up on you. Mm. I don't care if you're trying to ignore me. I know these are uncomfortable conversations. I know you two specialize in ignoring this. That's how you got into all this debt. But <laughs> I wasn't going to let you walk away. Uh, <laughs> you, are you pushing me to talk about this microwave? Is that is that is that what this is? The fans want to know. Welcome back to a special episode where I get to catch up with the guests from my Netflix show, How to Get Rich. Spoiler alert, if you haven't already watched all eight episodes, go do that now because we're going to share everything today, including behind the scenes items that never came out during the show. Today, we get to catch up with Monique and Donnell. You might remember them because he was spending $600 a month on video games. They had $200,000 of student loan debt that they were ignoring and they wanted to buy a house. You're gonna to get to hear what has changed a year later after filming. So let's get into it right now with Monique and Donnell. I just wanna know, just starting from the beginning, what has changed since we last saw each other? Let's go uh, Donnell first and then Monique. We still had some struggles, uh, you know, cause we, we, we went right in real heavy to, to pay off some some debt and uh, close some accounts. We were just kind of hurt because we we put a lot of money into closing stuff down and 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 getting out of debt where we didn't have anything to kind of back us up. So I started a side hustle. Um, and luckily with uh, the tools that you gave us and the additional money that came in from that, we paid off 
all of our credit card debt. Um, Whoa. So you paid off $20,000 of credit card debt? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I'll take the win on that. That's amazing. <laughs> like basically all our debt is good except for student loans. So combined, we have about um, close to 85000 left in student loan debt combined with the two of us. His side hustle has really been helping us out a lot. Because it's big chunks of money. How much are you making on the side hustle, Donnell? Last year, I made 200 k alone. What the, what? What is the side hustle? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a finder. Like basically, um, <laughs> I knew you was gonna ask that. Isn't that a show? Everybody asks that. What is a Finder? No, no, <laughs> no. Only show we've been on is yours. <laughs> like, oh wait! First off, congratulations. One, Thank you. you know, um, much success. It's you've you've been helping a lot of people. Thank so. you very much. Um, but uh, basically, all, all I do is um, for PA, Jersey, and Delaware, I, whatever money is in the treasury. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold the people, I find the people, connect them with the money, and, and I uh, charge a fee. What fee? Um, and I wrote it. What, what's the fee? 10%. And it's called a finder? Yeah, either a finder, an asset locator, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 took, a, I took a note from your book, and I, I wrote an ebook to help people do it because it was so successful with it. So, you know, again, um, it, it, Everything that came from your show, it, it took us to really like branch out and, and figure out how to make this work. So wow. Okay. So you made, did you say 200,000 last in the last year? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have um literally from January to now, I have about 260 something thousand coming to me. So I already made what I made last year less in about six months. Who's paying for dinner next time we see each other? <laughs> so can you remind me, when we were talking, how much student loan debt did both of you have? Um, like 10000 No, student loan debt. Student I wish. loan. Pretty sad. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a joke. All right. Because I'm like, I wish. Um, Wasn't it like two hundred? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, a little bit less because I think I had maybe 85, 90, something like that on my own. And I had 72. Okay, so so the two of those combined. All right, and now how much is it? It's about 85,000 combined. So you've paid off 70,000 or so in the last year mm-hmm. plus 20,000 from your credit card? Yeah, yeah. You could just be holding that money, but we did the right thing and then paid it off. Is this for real? Yeah. No. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, am I the only one smiling on this? Wait, this is my <laughs> smile, by the way. A lot of people like Ramit doesn't smile. I'm like, this is my smile. <laughs> what? This is crazy. This is amazing. I'm so proud of both of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm speechless. This is almost hard to believe, but it's quite amazing. They went from arguing over an old storage unit to paying off tens of thousands of dollars in debt and increasing their income. Amazing. If you ever follow me on Instagram, sometimes you'll see me post about my behind-the-scenes travel experiences, coffee tours, salsa-making classes in Mexico, all kinds of culinary stuff in India. And I'll get a lot of people saying, where do I find that Kyoto notepad maker that you found? And one place you can find that is Viator. In fact, my wife and I use Viator to book a Segway tour 
where we took a tour of a new city and we had an amazing experience, something we never would have thought of doing on our own. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. And with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everybody. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real travel reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best travel activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. I have a friend of mine who's always cold. She told me she and her partner have totally different temperatures when they sleep. She goes to bed in a flannel pajama. She's got extra blankets. Her partner's running hot. So now she recently started testing the pod cover from 8sleep, one of our sponsors. Before she goes to sleep, she gets on the app, cranks up the heat, and when she gets into bed at night, it's already warm and waiting for her. The pod cover by 8sleep fits on your bed like a fitted sheet, and it collects information. It has sensors. The pod then uses that information to understand what you need to get better sleep. You can set it to heat up or cool down before you get into bed. It also adjusts while you sleep, and you can set it to change temperatures to gently wake you up in the morning. Best part, there are two zones. So if you run hot and your partner runs cold, you can each set your side of the bed to exactly how you want it. Improve the way you sleep by using my link at 8sleep.com slash Ramit for $200 off plus free shipping on their high-tech pod three cover. That's 8sleep.com slash Ramit, E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T for a better, smarter sleep. Monique, I'm so curious, uh, what has changed since we last saw each other? Not much. She's still in the space. Look at that. <laughs> I see that. That's amazing. Tell um, me. Honestly, being in the space, I think for me, I mean, the money stuff was nice. It was you know, that's the whole point of the show, but it was nice. But honestly, being introduced to this space has opened up a lot of doors um, to help my business while being here, I was able to be in their artisan cohort program. That's, you know, I think it's like a six week program that helped with, uh, building your business. We got to do art shows. I've been able to be a part of vending events and now I get to throw my own vending event. So. Wow. That's amazing. Do you, do you remember that conversation we had? We were walking around there and I remember we, we took the full tour. It was pretty cool. We chatted with a couple people and then we were standing outside and and I think you mentioned something like, I'm not sure I belong here. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, what do you remember about it? The imposter syndrome part. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I think I, I don't remember what month I joined in. I think it was like March. I didn't come in until maybe May. Okay. And I, I didn't even come in doing my own work. Somebody here was offering part-time work. So I was like, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to make myself comfortable being here. So it was just a way of me getting out of my way and saying, you know, just watch the people. And now, I mean, everybody's awesome. Like there is, everybody's asking everybody, how can you do this? And everybody's open to be helpful. I love it. It's my favorite place to come. I still remember that vividly. It's one of my favorite parts of the entire experience doing this show. 
I remember we walked together mm-hmm. and then you were walking a little bit on your own and I was just watching. And I remember that imposter syndrome conversation. And I remember vividly saying, you belong here. And so to see you a year later with that background, being there, watching you on Instagram, I'm so happy for you and for you as an artist and an entrepreneur. I think it's amazing. Well, I truly appreciate you for it because this was a step that I probably would have kept looking at and thinking about it. And then a year later, looking at it again and then thinking about it again. I think it forced me to jump and just, you know, not worry about the what ifs. All right. Beautiful. Uh, Monique, I want to know about your finances. What's going on? We heard from Donnell. What about for you? Here and there, like it's still good. I have my good months. Like now I'm starting to ramp up during the summer. It's busier because of all the events that are happening, like weddings and graduations. So, what's a, what's a range that you make per month? Um, regularly, I make maybe between like thirty five to four a month. Four thousand. Yeah. Okay. And then, like on good months, it's where it's like the eight thousand. Whoa. So that's pretty cool. You've had more eight thousand dollar months since we talked. Yes. Amazing. Together as a household, you start making this money. How did you decide what to do with it? Um, honestly, we we really just looked at the initial conscious spending plan that you gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, that we did. Um, you know, talking about homework. Uh, <laughs> you definitely gave us a lot of homework. That's right. But, um, we we really just really took a stab at it and like went over our credit report and and looked at what we can pay down like first initially like when we had the conversation in the restaurant so we started with the small bills and then worked our way up it's a huge relief you know off of our shoulders to um to be able to walk into a, a store or go online to Amazon and you know purchase what I want without uh fear of Monique Donnell why why Wait, are you opening I'm, up the door on Amazon? You know I got to ask. I'll just say... I'll, I'll, How much did you spend on video games in the last 30 days? Tell me. Tell the truth. Oh, um, no. Truthfully, I, I've, I've only been getting free games. So mm-hmm. no no in-app purchases. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. You used to spend 600 bucks a month. I remember. I saw that scene. It, it's hard, man. You saw it too. I know you saw that. Wait, so it's, you spend nothing on video games? Yeah. Nothing on video games. say nothing on video games. Let's no. not... In the nothing. past month. Yeah, tell me, Monique. You spent nothing. But no, I'm really good. Like, he's been, honestly, he's been so caught up in working and doing mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff that he doesn't really have time to sit around and do as much. So there's less purchases. It's been really important to try and stay on track. It is hard. It's really, really hard. What's the Trust hardest me. part of it? Um, Knowing that I can do it now, you know, but going like scaling back and, and making sure that things are in order because mm-hmm. now um Dilly is in college and we gotta pay for that. Wow. Congrats. Okay. Yeah. All right. How much Thank is that you. costing per year? <laughs> what nineteen thousand? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, twenty <laughs> are you paying in full? Yeah. Yeah, we don't want her to be stuck with the loans like we were. This is frustrating. Monique and Donnell have decided to pay $19,000 a year, a huge amount, which follows the invisible script in America that you should pay for your kid's college. Maybe, maybe not. But what really interests me is how much discussion 
did they have about all the issues around this $80,000 decision? Did they talk about the cost of college? Did they talk about their options, including scholarships, financial aid, work study, internships? This single decision is one of the biggest financial decisions they will ever make. But as with many of us, we spend more time looking for the newest restaurant or watching random TV shows than to really dialing in on these six-figure life decisions. A few years ago, I was at a tea tasting in New York with one of my buddies. I thought it was going to be a normal tea tasting. Suddenly, six people from Japan come in. They pour basically three thimblefuls of tea and we taste it. I've never tasted anything like that. And they tell us if we were to buy that, just the three thimblefuls, it would be $75. Now, drop for drop, that's the most expensive thing I've ever had to drink. Not all of us have the time or the money to buy that specific tea from that specific mountainside in Japan. But what if you could capture that feeling of the care and the love, even the way that they served it to us? What if you could bring that to your home every morning? Well, I want to introduce you to one of our newest sponsors, Peak Tea. What makes Peak Tea special is that the tea is cold extracted using only wild harvested leaves from 250-year-old tea leaves. That makes the tea rich in minerals and other beneficial compounds. Now, the greatest part is that Peak Tea is zero prep. There's no tea bag that you have to steep for the perfect amount of time. Peak dissolves in cold or hot water in seconds. It's already pre-measured, it's perfectly brewed, and it's perfect to take if you travel. My team's been trying Peak Tea, and they especially love the Pu'er green teas. For a limited time, get up to 15% off and a free quiver with 12 tea samples with my link, peaklife.com slash Ramit. That's P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. I get tons of email every single day, and I want to give you a behind-the-scenes look at how I manage emails from my team, from my family, and from you. I use a piece of software called Superhuman, and this is an email software that I actually pay for out of my own pocket. It works with your existing email service like Gmail or Outlook, and let me share how it saves me over 10 hours a week. So here are a few things I love about it. First off, it splits my inbox into different streams so my important emails come into one place. It's not cluttered with a bunch of subscriptions everywhere. Next, I use keyboard shortcuts, unlike you barbarians who literally click and peck through every single email. U to market unread, S to star it, J or K to cycle through messages. I use keystrokes to schedule messages, like when I want to ask one of my coworkers a question, but I don't want to send them an email on a Saturday. Now, I can work through dozens of emails in minutes using this. And Superhuman just introduced an AI feature, which allows you to take a huge email with all these people chiming in and automatically summarize what's going on in a few bullet points. It'll even draft emails for you. So if you want to buy back your time, Superhuman is a no-brainer to me. It's something I spend my own money on and I love it. Right now, all IWT listeners will get a free month of Superhuman you can get started at superhuman.com slash Ramit. That's superhuman.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. My theme for you was decisive. I wanted both of you to become more decisive. You remember me getting a little frustrated sometimes <laughs> hearing the, the spinning and the discussion. What do you remember about 
your um, indecision. Can you think of any examples? Um, it was the whole show, <laughs> the whole entire thing. Um, but the uh, again, um, we, we'll go to the storage unit. It, it was definitely that. Um, that okay. Tell me about the storage unit. What's up with it? Can I clarify for folks? So I wasn't holding on to use baby clothes. Like people, you better tell the world right now because there's a was, lot of people on TikTok, on Instagram. Yeah. Tell tell us your message, Donnell. So it, it was it was I was a reseller. I was I was trying to make a couple of dollars, and it was all brand new stuff. It looked like it was trashy in there. How I took the 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 camera view or whatever, but it was all brand new stuff. But anyway, you took that camera, by the way, you took that footage yourself. Yeah. I just want to emphasize yeah. it wasn't some producer. Yeah. Yeah. You took your yeah. own footage. Yeah. And then people like, is that guy, are those used diapers in there? What's going on in there? Yeah, it's, <laughs> That's why I look so bad. Cause I did it myself. We, <laughs> we have a camera person, but you, you did the calculations on how much I was spending per year based off of what I was making, which was zero. You know, I was just holding that stuff and, um, you know, the decisiveness and and wanting to get rid of it because, you know, we, we went back and forth. A lot of people don't know, you know, when the cameras weren't there, like Rami was rough and we gave him a hard time, folks, like a really, really hard time. Um, Like you guys were so, you made the decisions right away. I was like, they made us look good. Right. (laughs) Okay. So tell everybody, cause I think they should know. Let's tell them. Oh no, we fought back on the bag. I fought back the from the day one. I fought back. Like, what did you say? Tell tell everyone. I'm not returning it. This is my bag. I bought something nice for myself. You're not going to make me return it. You did. You did push back a little bit. Fair enough. And I actually didn't know if you took the bag back or not. I did because I wasn't there. I took it back and I paid a bill with it. Okay, nice. How'd that feel? Get off a credit card. Awful. No, it felt awful. Because I I knew that at the moment, you know, it was a nice bag and I do like bags, but eventually it would have just been collecting dust because I honestly had just gotten a couple new bags as gifts. So it wasn't... Production? Do we know this? (laughs) No, this was before y'all came. The secrets come out. (laughs) But um, I know that once everything is situated and life is where it needs to be, buying a bag should just be, oh, I'm going to get this bag. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, there's always a, your, your tomorrow is going to be bigger than your today. Uh, Donnell, share some examples of how you pushed back when it came to my advice. Oh, man. Um, uh, shoot. What? The, uh, again, uh, <laughs> you are you pushing me to talk about this microwave? Is that, is that, is that the, what this is? The fans want to know. That was a that was a big conversation with the fans. It was a big conversation outside of the cameras. It was a big conversation. Tell us about the microwave, Donnell. Um, so yeah, I purchased the microwave for like seventeen dollars. Um, brand new microwave. It's an expensive microwave, <laughs> and I wasn't just going to give it up. Like I wasn't, you know. And um, you know, it, it was we we went back and forth. Um, a lot of <laughs> again. Folks just don't know, like, at the restaurant that day, like, we were going to walk out on Robbie. Like, we were going to leave him there. We were not going to finish the show. We were pissed. Um, But, uh, I mean, sometimes 
the truth stings, you know, and you, you got to kind of accept it and, and, and look at it from someone else's perspective. Um, even though you may, you may be in your own little bubble, but, um, in order to really, really progress, you, you got to be able to take advice from someone that has been able to do it or it, that can at least show you how to do it. Um, so that was hard, but, um, we gave the microwave to our daughter at her dorm. So it, it went to use. So her, her roommate, um, and, uh, we got, um, dropped down the storage unit. So now we're at, we're using, instead of a 10 by 30, we're in a five by 15 and it's only to hold Monique's, um, wood. So when she does projects and things like that. How much does it cost per month? Um, $98. And who pays? Where does the money come from? Oh, Monique, Monique pays. pays. <laughs> yes. I love this. What a great, that's a great answer. It's, it's a business expense. You, that, which tells me you've got your accounts better structured. Monique is stepping up saying, yes, that is awesome. What a great answer. Round of applause. That's amazing. Okay. Lots of insights and clues here. And most of them are positive. First, that last answer really made me happy when Monique said that she pays for the storage unit out of her business. That simple answer actually tells me that they have done a ton of work into restructuring their finances. I also love that they're open about how difficult of a time they gave me and the production team on the show. They say that they almost quit. Personally, I was never going to give up on them. And I don't mind if people push back on some of the things that I suggest because it means they're engaged and it shows that change is hard. The opposite of pushing back is to simply disengage, to just give up, to say, I'm not into this and to vanish. That's the worst of all. It means people are not willing to change. So I have to say, this is why I love being able to do these behind the scenes episodes from the Netflix show, because we film a ton. We have to cut a lot, but I want you to know some of the things that happened behind the scenes that you never saw. Now, I will say one thing that I've noticed on this call, which is that Donnell is what I call a believer. That's a person who believes that success is just around the corner. And, you know, they'll often talk about the next big deal or the lottery ticket that they bought. You can tell this because he admits he used to be a reseller. Now he has this finder job. And believers find it really difficult to follow long-term plans because they're not as exciting as the dream of a huge cash infusion. Okay, those are the lessons. Overall, very positive. I like companies that find innovative ways to save money and then they pass those savings along to you. Take Mint Mobile, one of our sponsors. Unlike other wireless companies, they decided to ditch retail stores and all those overhead costs, and they passed those savings along to you. For a limited time, they're passing on even more savings with a new customer offer that cuts all Mint Mobile plans to $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. I had one of my coworkers test out Mint Mobile. She said the service was identical to her existing Verizon account. So if the service is the same, switching to premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month is a no-brainer. Now you'll notice on this show, I recommend to couples ways to cut their fixed costs. If you can dramatically cut your fixed costs on say wireless, that is one way that you can take that money, pay off debt faster, spend it on guilt-free spending, or invest it aggressively. Go to mintmobile.com slash Ramit. That's mintmobile.com slash Ramit. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com 
slash Ramit. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. How many of us have come to the horrifying realization that the thing on our to-do list that we've been procrastinating about for months actually only took us like 12 minutes to do? For a lot of us, it's making a doctor's appointment. And I find the same thing with money. People tell me they want to protect themselves, they want to protect their families, but they bury a list of things they need to do and then they forget about that list. Look, if you have a family, you need to get life insurance to protect them. Okay, let's do it in a matter of minutes. And the way you can do that is through this episode's sponsor, Fabric by Gerber Life. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Get your personalized quote in just minutes, then apply when it's convenient for you. It's all online, do it on your own schedule. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. If you're not sure, if you need insurance, you can take Fabric's quick 60-second quiz to find out. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash Ramit. That's meetfabric.com slash Ramit. M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash Ramit. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. What surprised you about the experience? That y'all actually was all in our business. Like, again, pushback. What do you mean they need all of my account information? Well, they're going to get what I give them because that's not none of their business. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I was so difficult behind scenes. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, just, I mean... I didn't think that you were actually going to come in and like really look over things and, you know, go through it, nitpick and all of that. And you did. Every account was looked at and highlighted and talked about. So, yeah, that surprised me. I think it was hard. Um, I think that a lot of I got a lot of things out of it because I have like social anxiety and regular just generalized anxiety. And I think just like the pressure of the show, I ignored everybody. I didn't like you. I didn't like production. I told them if I didn't have, no, I think I blocked production at one point, because, um, but I think that putting myself in this position made me stronger because I survived it. You know, I wasn't ready to give up on you. Mm. I don't care if you're trying to ignore me. I know these are uncomfortable conversations. I know you two specialize in ignoring this. That's how you got into all this debt. But (laughs) I wasn't going to let you walk away. Hmm. Never. And so um, one of the comments I saw a lot on social was people were surprised how invested I got. I said, how could I not be? We sat down. We ate together. I was in your house. We walked next fab together. We got to know each other. Over a long period of time, how could I not be invested? And when we spent so much time talking about a microwave, and then I kind of got mad at that Philly cheesesteak place. And I was like, how are we still talking about this when we have $200,000 of debt? How can we be focused on this tiny thing when your rich life is so much bigger? All of the anxiety and the fighting and everything, you know, we hugged it out. And it was just like, I really, we had the time to sit and appreciate what you did for us. And I think that it was a big moment for me. At that moment, I stopped looking at you as a figure, as as a businessman, as as someone who's 
just, you know, doing a job to an actual human being who actually um, cared about our well-being, um, how we looked at our finances, you know, and, and you coming through and allowing us to be a part of um, this journey that you took. And, um, it was, it was, it was a huge moment for us. Like even when you, when you left and we were still there, um, we were still talking about it and, um, it was just big because of, you know, everything that we went through from day one, from when you came to the house to that last day, um, of shooting, which, you know, uh, telling you guys out there in America who's listening to this man, it was, it was to the point where like me and Monique wanted to throw hands, like, like it was crazy, you know, like crazy but um again like the truth stings it really does and and one things we can appreciate is that um you didn't falter like you didn't change what you said you know you didn't change what was behind what you said it was you were like listen you guys really want to do something and and actually come out of this whole listen (laughs) you know um and it's hard it's hard to tell adults to listen, you know? <laughs> like our dream is still a house, but we want to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success in buying a house. So, you know, renting is probably more expensive right now than buying a house, but we don't have to pay for repairs. We don't have to pay for, you know, taxes and all that other stuff. So we want to make sure that when we go into our house, we can stay in our house. So that's phenomenal. That's, that's phenomenal. You know, our, conversation about renting and owning really got America talking. Yes. Did you see that? <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Some are upset. Some are like, I get what he's saying. It's, it's a lot. But yeah. it's good. I love that. I love that we're talking about this. We should. It's the biggest purchase we'll ever make. And this idea that we should just kind of blindly spend all of our money on a house because somebody tells us to, to me, it's absolutely crazy. I'm glad that we were able to have that conversation. Funny enough, I actually think that was one of the easier conversations that we had because yeah. I think when it came to you, you you both, you wanted to get a house, you still want to get a house. I totally respect it. I want you to do the same. But it was so far off that we had other things we had to deal with first. It's like there was a fire with um, the bags and the storage unit and the debt. We needed to tackle that first and make a plan, even all the accounts, mm-hmm. or we could even talk about the house. So I appreciate you coming on that journey with me, just methodically, step by step by step. Uh, speaking of that, how many accounts do you now have? Um, three. Are you serious? So, mm-hmm. You went from t- like twenty to three. <laughs> yeah. What did that feel like? Uh, that's still strange to me. <laughs> that, uh, uh, you is. know what's strange to me? Twenty accounts. That's strange. <laughs> Hashtag bathroom fries. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it it is because um one, it works um having a joint account mm-hmm. um and having um just the funds that need to go into that account that's paying off something. Yeah. Um that that works. Okay. Love it. <laughs> Monique, how about you? Um there was a moment, I think we we're at that restaurant. And I had asked if you would consider combining accounts. And if I recall, you just point blank said no. Yeah. I will say that he has behaved and I might be the problem child with the joint account that's going around. Tell me. <laughs> um, I will 
like not have my debit card with me and I'll have the joint account and I'll spend something and forget to tell him that I spent it. And then he's like, oh, well, the money was supposed to be in there. And I was like, oh, I forgot. But I mean, then I fix it. I transfer it out because our accounts are all with the same credit union. Nice. Easier to just move everything around. I'm extremely proud of our growth. Uh, That was huge. Like I said, you came in and you did something nobody was ever able to do. And that was to get her to do a joint account. Like I was like, all right, that's your superpower right there. Um, But definitely our growth to be able to sit down and talk about money and not have any reservations. Um, So that's that's huge. And it has played a huge part in where we are now. It sounds like you two have become much more of a financial team. We, We look at it now like, do I really need to pay $220 for a pair of sneakers? Mm-hmm. Or can I actually put that up and have that money make money for me? You know, to where as though I can still get a pair of sneakers, but now I got 220 making me, you know, X amount of money per month. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just nice. Okay. Yeah. It's just really, really, it, you, you had us, you had us to the point where we really had to look at how we were spending our money, how we were managing our money and how we treated our money. Donnell, were you raised with the belief that making money has to be hard? Um, eh, I, w- I wouldn't say I was I was raised on the belief that making money has to be hard, but I was I was raised on the visual where if you made money, um, it wasn't an easy thing. Okay, so well, guess what? I'm teaching you a new way, which is that it actually can be easier than you think. In fact, it can be as easy as setting up automation once and then checking on it once a year. And you can make more money doing that than you would doing all kinds of crazy things that other people try to do. Yeah. It's, it's, when, when we hit our first million, then then I'll be happy. Um, No, you're not going to be happy when you hit a million. I'll tell you that right now. No. If you're not happy now, then you won't be happy later. You don't listen to the man. Thank you, Monique. You got to be happy with what you have now. Monique, are you happy? Am I happy? Um, yeah, I mean, because I know that it'll get better if it's where you just keep doing the same thing, not doing the same thing, but keep doing the work and mm-hmm. you're with your goals. As you said just a minute ago, Monique, if you're not happy now, you're not going to be happy later. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is when you have a million dollars, if you if you continue this way of thinking, you're going to get there and you will get there. I can show you exactly the month and year you're going to reach that. and you'll say, well, we could have had 5 million. Well, what about 10 million? <laughs> and and you want to go the rest of your life feeling like that? No. You're like, oh my God, we got a million dollars. Or, oh my goodness, we have $200,000. Hell yeah. Or, oh my God, we paid off $20,000 in credit card debt. Okay, we'll start there. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the number... big deal. The number of things I can count that you two should be celebrating is like, I can't even fit them on two hands. The video games. The uh, um, storage unit. The number of accounts, the bag, the business, next fab. I mean, I could go on and on. I'm over here like this is incredible. A lot of what um, you were able to install and and just break down to us throughout the process, um, we've taken it and we've been able to get this far. And it's probably what millions of people like the place that they are. So if we could help somebody. I have a lot of respect for that. It takes a lot of courage to show up to open up your financials, which in America is one of the most taboo things you can do. And then to ask for help. 
because in most of our life, especially as adults, we want to show up as competent, as winning, like we know what's going on. And when you have to ask for help, especially with a camera crew around, that's not easy. But I really appreciate you did this. You did it for yourself, but you also have incidentally helped millions of people who can see themselves in the two of you. After our call, Donnell sent me an email. Here's what it said. Monique said she didn't think you believed us, so I enclosed the front page of our bank account. I'm going to put that on screen here for our YouTube viewers. It shows their bank account with $176,052 in it. Quite amazing. I'm very proud of all the changes that Monique and Donnell made, and best of all, they did it together. Thanks for listening, and thanks for watching the show on Netflix. And one last thing. Each week... I share a new insight on money psychology on my private newsletter that I never share publicly. If you would like to get that, it's free. You can sign up at iwt.com slash podcast newsletter. Thanks for listening to I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I'm Ramit Sethi. Please follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't read I Will Teach You To Be Rich, my book, pick up a copy. You can get it at any bookstore or any library, and it will show you the specific tactics for how to build the I Will Teach You To Be Rich system into your personal finances.